It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Ali LaRouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Happy New Year to all our listeners from all around the world. And I'm pleased to say we're in the top 20 most listened to podcasts on the Apple chart, in, which is listed as the soccer chart. So happy new year. I mean, is it, is it, we can still say that first week in January is when it cuts off really, but I think we can still say happy new year. And I'm joined uh, this podcast uh, by regulars, John Nicholson and Keith Colvin, and also Spirits of Shankly chair, Joe Blot, and journalist, Steph Jones, who's also on the Spirits of Shankly. So, um, Brentford. Oh yeah! Before we get started on Brentford, the inquest, you know, the inquest on Brentford. Any New Year's resolutions, John? Have you got any New Year's resolutions? Somebody asked me that question on New Year's Eve, just after just after midnight, and I said, "Yeah, to win the league," but it sort of evaporated on Monday night. One result, one result, and it evaporates. Keith. Yeah. I'm going to stop moaning about having no ale in the, in the uh, concourse in the cup because it doesn't oh, get ale right. anyway. Okay. <laughs> it never changes. It never changes. Yeah. It's pointless. Yeah, to um, stop reading the hysteria after we've lost. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, yeah. And Joe? Yeah. Um, well, if we can't win the league, John, let's go for the Champions League then. Yeah, good point. Good uh, point. Uh, good point. Yeah, uh, so Brentford's, I mean, you know, we we had, you know, we had one four in the league on the run. And, you know, uh, confidence was up, wasn't it? We thought Brentford, Tony's out. And, you know, it was a great chance of getting another three points. But, you know, once again, it was a bit of a Marana game, wasn't it, Keith? I mean, what, what, what went wrong, really? I mean, we started off great, didn't we? And if Nunes had put that chance away, which was a brilliant move, by the way, but it'd be... If he hits the back of the net, it's a different game, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's hard to explain, actually. Um, you know, all you can, you know, a lot of people have had this to say about it this week, obviously, uh, because of what happened. But it's it's like we just took 10 steps back from where we've been uh, recently and gone back to the start of the season, really. You know what I mean? And sort of, I know, I think, I don't know who said it, one of the comments he said it was like sort of performance when uh, Jurgen Klopp first came to the club. And you can understand that to a degree. Because we were, we were all over the show at the end. Where you know, the end of the first half, we we didn't know what day it was. We were just you know shambolic in defence. Um, the start of the second half, you know, we picked it up again, and, and yeah. for whatever reason, you know, we we just run out of legs at the moment. You know, because we couldn't yeah. keep the pressure up on them. You know, we scored a goal, we got one disallowed. You know, you know, tight decision, but probably right. And then if we'd have kept that intensity up, we probably would have got back into it. But we just then took a step backwards again. And let the yeah. game just yeah. sort of go back to the way it was in the first half. So, yeah. you know, the players have got to take responsibility as much as the uh, the, the manager and the coaching staff. But it's 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 the very hard thing at the moment to understand what's yeah. going on with them. Yeah, Joe Bloss. I mean, 
you know, we see a lot on Twitter. Our Liverpool in crisis. We've won, we've won four and then lost one. You know, I mean, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it, it's, it's one of those situations where you know people are saying, you know, why aren't the SOS organising protests about FSG's lack of investment? But you know, it's one game, isn't it? It's one game. But I think people are concerned, aren't they? Yeah, I, th- I think the problem is that we. We mix the two up, don't we? So that the off the field stuff becomes on the field, and the on the field stuff comes off the field as well. Um, so the one bad result then ties in with, you know, FSG wanting to sell or not wanting to sell, the club doctor leaving, um, the sports scientist leaving, uh, us not getting Jude Bellingham or whatever else it is. So, so many people just so, put so many things together. But you know, I I think Keith summed up the it really well. It was it was a game actually that. On another day, actually, could have won, and that—that's where we were at Leicester, wasn't it? You know, we were we were poor against them, but won. Um, yeah. And prior to that, I'd done I'd done reasonably well in games, and you know, Villa. I think most people came back from that really celebrating. It was a cracking win. Um, yeah. And are we in crisis? Is the question? Well, the Premier League clearly don't think we are because they've nominated Klopp as manager in the month for December. Um, so you know, it, it's. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's perspective, isn't it? And you yeah, know, I, yeah. I think there's, I think there's a lot of perspective being put together at the moment. And let's just concentrate on we've lost one game, played not very well in the previous ones, but mm. I've still got confidence in Klopp that he'll put it right with the players that we've got who took us to to heights we'd never seen before last season. Yeah, I mean, Steph, we were like, um, you know, Villa had a few chances against us, didn't he? We were wide open for that for that Leicester goal, weren't we? And then we fluked two own goals. But against Brentford, it was like, I mean, it was like back back to the bad old days of uh, comedy capers, wasn't it? Every cross, every set piece looked as if they were going to score, didn't it? It did. I think with against Brentford, though, we missed two chances to go ahead. And if we'd have got even just one of those, as Keith said, it would have been a very different game. Yeah. But once Brentford did score, their confidence, you could just see they kind of got loads of confidence. They upped the tempo. And we just didn't seem to be able to cope with that. Yeah. We couldn't um, couldn't keep up with them in that first half. Mm. You know, there, wasn't, there were mistakes everywhere from, like, the front to the back. Yeah. I think also physically, I think we were getting bullied, weren't we, a little bit? I mean, John, did you... Did you feel that that we, you know, even Kanate is renowned for his physical strength, isn't he? Um, he gets that, you know, the, for the third goal. You know, he's not strong enough, is he? Or, or unless you think it was a foul. I mean, yeah. I, in a lot of places, a lot of other parts of the pitch that might have been given, might you know? I don't think it was a foul. No, I, I think he he was waiting for a push, and as soon as he got contact, he he was going to fall over and hope that he gets it. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest with you. We we see that happening all week, or all season, at Anfield, and nine out of ten referees will blow up for it. Yeah. So the only criticism I would have would be that the referees aren't consistent enough. I would say it's not a foul, and most of the other times it's not a foul, but the no. referees give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like poor, the kids poor, are them to give poor, it. Yeah. yeah, poor third goal to, yeah. to concede. You know, when it sort of almost got back into it. But then certainly to... when 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 we scored um, 
you know, we had momentum then, didn't we? I thought this is going to be three two. You know, I, I had I had confidence that we were going to get back in and win the game. You know. Yeah, but it, it sort of only lasted for ten minutes, didn't it? Yeah, that was the problem, wasn't it? And it, and it soon evaporated. And um, I, I saw some stats on LFC TV after the game, and Brentford's had like. 25 or 27 percent possession, yeah. And in the area, they've had a third of the touches that we've had, yeah. And in terms of passes, they've had a third of the number of passes that we've had, but won comfortably, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a big shock, I think. And I mean, I think the main thing was the fact that Tony was out, so everyone had a feeling of, oh, he's their danger man, you know, it's another, you know, it's, it's going to be five straight wins on the run. And that would put us in a brilliant position, wouldn't it? But we'd not, we'd not, would be beaten so comprehensively, really, in the end. You know, it, it's a bit of a shock, isn't it, Keith? You know, and I mean, and then everyone starts saying, you know, it's FSG's fault, and you know, we need a midfielder, and we need them now, and you know, I mean, it's, well, you know, there's a lot of factors going into a lot of things at Liverpool at the moment. You know, as you know, don't do social media, but I can imagine what it's like. Uh, on there because of the way people just react to, to certain situations. It's a swamp. It's a swamp. I can well imagine. You know, <laughs> listen, a blind man can see how midfield's not functioning. It hasn't been functioning since the start of the season. You know, as Joe said before, you know, at the back end of last season, we, we nearly done what no other team had done with that team. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you know, we're not, we're not in crisis. We've just got a, an issue to sort and that's down to the management to sort out. Yeah. Now, FSG are part of that conundrum in some a lot of people's eyes because you need to spend some money. Everyone knows yeah. that. It's yeah, not hard. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we've all we've been, listen, we've all been involved with the SOS one reason or another for the last 10, 15 years. And we all know that if you start bringing football into things with owners and onto the, into the ground, we've had all this ourselves, it becomes a poisonous atmosphere and it gets you nowhere. Yeah. There's enough teams, yeah. and I won't mention names of teams, but there's enough teams knocking around at the moment who've got that situation, you know, evolving around their clubs. And it's doing them no favours, obviously. Yeah, so, yeah. you know... Again, I can't think. I can't think of who you think. No, I've slipped my mind. Is what I'm thinking about actually. But, but I mean, what I'm trying to say is that, and this again, I am having a go to the internet because the people on who go the grounds, but the majority, not everyone, yeah. are behind the team. You know, we we're not yeah, playing yeah. well. Anyone can see that. But the majority of the, the crap that's coming around the, the ground, the team outside, the noise, is come from people who don't go the ground. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and there was don't, one. There was don't one. What goes on? There was one the other day. Uh, uh, let's all protest on, on the next home game to do what uh, uh, against FSG and then it's what a reason it's a Borussia Dortmund fan no it's a Borussia Dortmund yeah, but what, what are they going to what are they going to uh, protest against they're not spending money they haven't spent money since they've been at the club but we've won all kinds of trophies yeah 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 so yeah. that that's a fallacy and something you know you know what I'm like with owners obviously I'm not defending them I'm just yeah. saying the reality is we spent all kinds of we haven't spent a great deal of money in the, in the time they've been here Mm. And they've won trophies. We just got a problem yeah. with, with certain aspects of the team, and it's, and yeah, to me, yeah. it's the midfield. And if we can get that resolved yeah. and get back to basics, I think we'd be okay. But it's going yeah. to take a, a bit of money to do that, and it, it's not hard to, to to see that, is it? To be honest mm. about it. So, Joe, I mean, what do you think when you? I mean, you, you answered it quite well before, but when people are saying, you know, uh, Jude Bell, Bellingham, or that's it, you know, unless we get you Bellingham, you know, and it becomes like. You know, it becomes just a, a swamp on the internet, doesn't it? And people are arguing about you know, what what should happen, what should happen. But uh, you know, people mentioned oh, we were going to miss Wijnaldum. 
and then we nearly won four trophies last year. So you know, you've got to believe. Yeah, I mean, you? you have, yeah, definitely. And you know, look, it 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 is clear that we need the midfield strengthening without any shadow of doubt. Um, because you know, interestingly, you were talking about the Brentford game. I, th- I think I think it was you, Steph, who said like we could we could easily have won it. We created loads of chances. John said that we had loads of possession. I think we had something like seventeen shots um, yeah, to their their four. I think they, didn't they score three out of four? It's our conversion is is poor, so we're getting there. But then obviously we also know that we're leaking goals like a sieve. Yeah. Now it's it's great to watch in some as as a as a neutral because it's like attacking or no attacking no defense in some ways. Um, but that's because the midfield's not there, um, and and I feel really sorry for for uh, Gakpo really um, because. He's on a hiding to nothing, isn't he? He's either going to come in and be a saviour or he's going to yeah. come in and, and, and not fit in. And you know, my thoughts are he's probably not going to fit in straight away because not many not many do, as we know. Um, but we've also forgotten that we've actually bought him because it's almost as though, like, because we're now in crisis to look yeah. for the one game, we've forgotten that we've actually bought a you know an upwards of 45 million pound player, yeah, um, yeah. Who, who hopefully will come good for us. So it, it it's it's got to be that context, and I think yeah, let's strengthen the midfield without doubt. But let's just let's not you know let's not forget that we've yeah. also got some some problems. I think in the rest of the team, but um, at the same time, let, it's, let, it's, let's leave it to Klopp and the and the back room to sort it out. If if we yeah. can see it, they can see it, can't they? Yeah, I don't think it's the actual quality of the players that we've got in midfield at the moment, like no? like the likes of Kaiser and Thiago, Fabinho, Henderson. You you've got to. It's the fact that they're injury prone, isn't it? And the fact that you think Oxley Chamberlain, you know, he's injury prone. So is Keita. Keith, yeah? Uh, yeah, I, I get that. But I think the reason they failed is because we're too slow. We slow the game down too too much. And Keita does it. I, I'm a big lover of uh, Thiago, but he slows the game down. And that's where we get caught out. Because other teams are doing to us what we've done to them when, when we had when Alderman in the team. We swamped them in, in their half, took the ball off them and went down and scored. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, for me, I'm not a listen, that midfield being brilliant for us, but everyone has the day, don't they? And yeah. you know, it's not a criticism, it's just it's just life. But Keith 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 Colvin says sell the midfield. No, I'm not saying sell them. But Duke Bellingham to me is not the answer to our midfield. No at, at this moment in time. Yeah. I'm not saying don't go and get him. But we yeah. need, we need, in my opinion, we need players who are about 25, 26, who are experienced players who can come in, like what we did when we got Fabinho and you know Henderson yeah. come good around that age and everyone else sort of kicked into 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 gear uh, to to bolster the midfield. So you're talking about well, the likes of of uh, Amrahat and uh, well, Nunes. Listen, and I'm, I'm I'm just a supporter. I'm not a coach, so I don't know who's out there. All I'm saying yeah. is that we've watched enough football to know that our midfield slows the game down. That's when we get caught out. Yeah, you yeah. know. And it's it, it's a reality because that's the way we play. The mid the midfield is so important because the back four push up because they want the mid, they expect the midfield to to win the ball, and then when they don't win the ball, they put behind them and then they're halfway, yeah. you know, they're never on the halfway line trying to catch and then they're running back yeah. trying to catch people and they've got no chance. Steph, we're we're still playing the high line obviously, and you know that was based upon, you know, the uh, Van Dyke, you know, be on the halfway line. Obviously, he's got a he's got a bit of a hamstring issue. I mean. At the match through the night, what was the speculation that he's uh, he's brought him off because of of the performance, or do people think he must have an injury? I don't remember anyone mentioning um, the possibility of an injury. Um, I remember thinking 
that's weird because he's never brought off. Um, but I think because there were three changes made at the same time and yeah. Robertson as well in defence, um, I think it, I think I thought, and the people I was with, I mean, I'm not saying they thought the same, but they certainly didn't say any different, was that just he's brought him off for, for tactical reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, there, was, there was an occasion where he looked pretty slow, wasn't it, in the... You know, when he was uh, when he was running back and everyone was thinking, you know, he's lost a bit of pace there, but maybe he was feeling it then, you know. Yeah. Maybe he was feeling I think it he must have well, he must have been, mustn't he, to have to been brought off. But yeah, there was a he didn't look, you know, normally I think we all have, you know, like a hundred percent confidence in Van Dyke that he'll get back or he'll, you know, put the tackling where he needs to, but he did look off the pace a bit on Yeah. Was it Monday yeah. night, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Monday. John, I mean now we've got, you know, we've got Kanate and, and Mata probably, you know, for, for the next Premier League game. But I can't see that being, is like, he's not, I don't think, I can't see him against Wolves playing many first teamers. Can you? I mean, or is he going to surprise us again? Personally, I, I think given that results on Monday, we've got to go with the strongest team possible on Saturday. Yeah. We cannot afford to go to limp out of the FA Cup at home to Wolverhampton like we did a few years ago. Yeah. And we did it at Molyneux as well a few years yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, and and give it up easily. What yeah. is the point of that? We haven't got a game till a week Saturday. Yeah. And you mentioned Gakpo earlier. How can you bring Gakpo in to into a situation where say if you had a lot of kids in there, for example, uh, yeah. inexperience and expect them to perform and drag a team out of a performance like last Monday night Yeah, with a load of inexperience. And so you think there'd be a mixture more like compared to... Yeah. No, not necessarily. Mm. Do I hope more than hope that he's going to go strong? I don't think yeah. he will. I, I think he'll certainly change the keeper. That's not too bad really because yeah. Keller deserves games and he's, and he's not let us down. But yeah. to make more significant changes beyond that, I think he's taking a big chance and I don't think he should do it. I yeah. think, I think yeah. even Salah, honestly, Salah should be playing on Saturday night. He hasn't Get set him. the world on fire no, he past no. couple of months, to be honest with you. No. People pointed at Elliot and, fe and fellas like that, whipping boys. But, you know, yeah. there are more experienced players in the team who uh, aren't switched on from, from minute number one. Yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah, think they should be excused on Saturday. I think they should be playing. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it's a conundrum, isn't it? Because, you know, we, we know in the past that he has, he has played a load of kids in the FA Cup, but, you know, we're not having a game until a week on Saturday. You never know. He might, he might uh, you know, he might play a, a mixture. I mean, Keith, I mean... You know, in terms of uh, in terms of wolves at home, you know, we sh we should be, you know, CFA Cup or the holders. We should go for it, shouldn't we? 
yeah, I totally agree with John says. You know, to me, we should put the strongest side possible on the pitch. You know that, and that's. I know these games sometimes are there to bed young kids into the team and give them an opportunity. But me, I go for the strongest team. I'd, 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 I'd actually put Phillips in centre half. The lads never let it down when he's played. Um, and if and if Van Dijk is going to be out for a while, I do believe that in a long term, short term, I think he's a better solution than you want. Than you want to sense off. You want to sense off with Diego Costa, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, he's he's never let us down. Yeah, you know, he, you know, we come on against City the other week and done okay. You know, we, we stood up to Haaland. You know, we had a good, good game yeah, against him. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we done well when we in the lockdown. Then we basically got into the top four on the back on the back of the performance of people coming in for the injured players. And I feel sorry for him in some sense because I, I certainly think he's a better centre half than Joe Gomez at, at this moment in time. Yeah. Um, and that's that's just the reality. I'm not personally picking on Joe Gomez, but I mean we've got to pick the best side and not go for the who's supposed to be more sort of recognised player. Yeah. Sorry. What do you think of the uh, 8 o'clock kickoff on a Saturday night as well? <laughs> um, I don't know. You know what? No comment. Don't swear. No, don't no, swear. No, no. I'll, be, I'll be swearing on a Saturday night. I'll be doing a solid for about four hours. But um, now it's... What can you do? You know what I mean? It's... Yeah. It's, it's it's madness, and it? you you got everything playing on the Friday night. It's at eight o'clock, and then you got us at eight o'clock on Saturday night. It's just, I don't know. It's it, it's it's not even worth moaning about anymore because it doesn't get you anywhere, does it? Um, but at, you know, Wolves fans are coming up, and you know they'll come up in the numbers. They will be getting on until after midnight, really. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know we've been we've all been in that situation ourselves, haven't we? Watching Liverpool away, so. Mm. I mean, half five on a Saturday is not too bad, but eight o'clock's a bit mad. Eight o'clock's ridiculous, but... I mean, Joe, is there any, you know, would Spirit of Shankly object to that time, or was it just too many many changes in pitches? No, I I think Keith sums it up well. I think, think, yeah, working with the Football Supports Association, um, they're aghast, um, because some of these times were meant to be, you know, temporary for... uh, for COVID, COVID reasons, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a few years ago, and and now suddenly become the norm, and we all knew that had happened. Um, you're absolutely right. I I I guess probably seventy percent of home fans would probably think eight o'clock is actually okay because they're used to those evening games. It's quite good under the floodlights, etc., etc. But for an away fan, it's just absolute garbage. And it, you know, we 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 would still be at eight o'clock on Saturday night if we were playing Newcastle or Brighton. Um, you know, wolves. Yeah. Wolves won't get back till after midnight. They can't get back by train. It'll all be coaches or car. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, but you kind of think oh, so it's only the Midlands, but it could be Brighton, it could be Newcastle, but it shouldn't. We shouldn't be inconvenienced that way anyway. But you know, how hard? You know, we we, we keep trying every year. We we battle with the Premier League, with the FA, with the the yeah. uh, football league, and the money wins. The, tele- it? the television rules, don't it? The television yeah. rules, but uh, you know. Steph, uh, do you know anything about the Wolves manager, uh, Lopetegui? Is it? Um, only. Can you yeah. pronounce his name better than me? <laughs> I think you did very well there, Peter. I think that's it. Only because um, I googled it. <laughs> well, he said he, he, was Seville, he was Seville's manager. He was Real Madrid's for a while, wasn't he as well? And so, Spain. Yeah, and Spain. So he's obviously got a. Yes, I think Spain sacked him and then Madrid sacked him. Yeah, we've been sacked everywhere. Off the course, you get sacked at Madrid eventually. But um, 
he, whatever he's doing, he's doing, he's, he's doing all right since he got there. Yeah, well, I mean, he beats he beats Everton Boxing Day, and they but that's not looking like a, a, an exceptional result. But then, uh, they had a good game against United, didn't they? And they're unlucky. Uh, yeah, they were unlucky, they? And then they drew with Villa away, which so it's decent results, I suppose, isn't it? But it just depends again what. Is he going to go strong or is he going to go for youngsters? I mean, that's yeah. that's the problem with the FA Cup. We just don't know, do we? Well, he's played um, Nunes, hasn't he? Who's you know we're meant to be going in for at some point. Can he's we have played... two? Can you have two Nunes in a team? <laughs> I mean, who are we going to blame? Nunes number um, one or number two? Yeah, well, um, but so maybe like he might play him just to you know. Get his match fitness back up because he played against Villa and United, didn't he? I think they were the first games he played. Yeah, yeah. Um, four games, so um, mm. you know we might get to see him. But, I mean, Wolves are always kind of tricky to play against, yeah. aren't they? And he, I yeah. think he likes to play in a a bit like we do, you know, kind of fast, go forward, you know, high line if he can. Well, and, we, uh, we we used to play fast. I think uh, all, the charts, all the charts, is, if you see all the charts, all our intensity, you know, the uh, has got has gone a bit. I mean, John, is that concerning for you? The fact that you know, uh, it looks like our intensity has dropped, and that's because too many players were getting injured, and we told them to calm down a bit. Yeah, you know, it's. I don't know what it is, um, but it's not just the Brentford game. You know, if you go back to the League Cup game against Man City before Christmas, after yeah. 40 seconds, Man City's in and nearly score a yeah, really yeah, good yeah. chance. Yeah, yeah. You can go back to the Fulham game on the first day of the season, and we weren't switched on. It's no. not just a midfield situation, this, you know, oh, where yeah. everyone thinks we need a new midfield because we haven't signed anyone for four years. Yeah. It's It's... The whole team, probably yeah. other than Allison, throughout the team all season, they haven't been ready from the off. No, you could go to Old Trafford in the second game, and Manchester United were absolutely dreading that fixture. They yeah. did not want to play us that night, the crowd didn't want to play us that night. And if we go there and impose ourselves on that game, we win it. Yeah, but we didn't. We let Manchester United dominate from yeah, from the yeah. first minute. Mm. You know, um, Fulham should have beat us. You know, Brighton should have scored five goals in Anfield in the league game. So it's not just a question of yeah. who's in the midfield. Uh, it's something the about whole team. The whole being team. switched on from the start and being you prepared. And you think it's because uh, hangover from last year because they put so much. Quite in. possibly. You know, really is the intensity last season see, quite possibly. We just got to see this as a transition year. I mean, I know people have mentioned that, but obviously fans don't want to hear that, do they? They don't want to hear that. They want to hear that we're you know we're going for it. You know we're going for everything. I mean, I don't think they do, but I think. Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, but the thing is, the way we play, the midfield being out quicker than most other players because of, the, because of the intensity put into it. So I get what John's saying about the, the whole team. As I said before, it's, it's the team solution. The team's got to come up with a solution with the, with the manager because it's not just three players who yeah. make this play bad, no matter which three players he picks in midfield. But the reality is, the midfield has probably burnt out more, more so than anybody else and quicker than anybody else because of the, the work rate that they put in. So... Yeah. And they're not getting any younger. You can't deny that. Now I know James Milner. You know he's thirty-seven. He looks like you know he, you know he, he run through a brick wall for Liverpool. Um, and he's you know he's very fit, obviously for his age. But we, when you when you're up against a, a twenty-seven, twenty-eight-year-old who's in his prime, you, you're going to struggle for ninety minutes. Mm. And that's that's the reality. That's just life, that. And I do, I do, I understand where John's coming from. But the team, the team hasn't looked switched on from the first game. If you like, now it could be a hangover from last season. It probably will be. And you couldn't excuse you could excuse them for being like that because of, of all the efforts they put in to win to win even to win two trophies was a magnificent achievement in the end. Um, but we can't stand still, can we? You know, and that, that's oh. the way it is. I'm not you know I'm not trying to say we should do this, should do that. You know, it's going biting everyone. We know that. But the manager, as you said before, Jack Joe said it. If we can see it, surely the manager and and his staff can see it. And I'm sure there's things going on behind the scenes to rectify it. You just got to go with it and just bear with them. And let them do yeah. the job. Well, the thing, the, the thing is now, isn't it? Uh, it you know, it's, it's to get behind the team, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You can't be, you know. I mean, that's that's what Klopp will be saying to the, you know, that we need we need the crowd behind us, you know, because we've seen in the past where the crowd can become a bit toxic, and you know, when he turns around to the crowd and gesticulates with them, doesn't he? But I think Joe. I mean, it's it's important that you know, it's an eight o'clock kickoff. People will have had a couple of drinks. You know, it's got to be, you know, an atmosphere in the FA Cup. And it is the FA Cup, let's face it. You know, we were made up to, to win it last year, weren't we? You know, so let's go for yeah. it again. Yeah, so parade the FA Cup before the game. Um, get the crowd uh, yeah. bounce Good a little idea. bit, obviously. I, I, yeah. Are they going to do that? I, I don't know, but I mean, I, I, was, I was sort of thinking, you know, you, you started off with, with, with the comments about social media and, and part of the problem that we've got is because of this kind of almost sort of, as you said, a, a swamp of people who just decide that the end the end is nigh, you know. Um, we, we, won, we won trophies in 65 and 66. Imagine what social media would be like right the way through to 73, you know, after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we probably all just decided we're not playing well at the moment, you know, whoever it was, Derby County or Leeds United or Chelsea were better than us at the time. And we got behind the team and everyone turned up on a Saturday afternoon and just cheered and sang the socks off. That's what we need. We need to get right behind the team again. Give the team the heart that they, 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 they're trying to get back. You know, the the yeah. lungs, as Keith has said, is gone, but I'm sure their heart hasn't. But the heart will pick oh. the lungs up if, if we can get behind them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's some... Sometimes, Steph, at the at the match, you know, you can hear when someone puts a pass astray, and there's a there's an audible moan, isn't it? Yeah, that's got, to, that's got to stop, hasn't it? Because it's just a load of people moaning in unison about the yeah, bad pass. Yeah, it's terrible. You know? 
particularly when like you, you know sometimes like there isn't even a minute on the clock and there's you know there's a collective groan yeah um <laughs> a collective think, groan that's a good one but, uh, you know confidence is low at the minute in the yeah, team is, yeah. the minute you know we we concede which we seem to do most games at the minute it kind of it you know it drops another level and i think with the crowd you know moaning rather than getting behind them that's yeah. not going to help at all is it because they're going to be terrified of like making a you know kind of if you're indecisive then that's only going to help and um, add to that indecision and i mean i know they're professionals and i know they should be able to block it all out but it's very difficult if you know the minute you do something that's not quite right there's Forty-five thousand groans. Uh, John, you're big on the groans, aren't you? You know what? I mean, what? I mean, it's just human nature, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, there are there are whipping boys. I mean, Elliot. Elliot is is the new target, isn't he? Unfortunately, yeah, the kids in most games, and unfortunately, if Twitter's um, something to go by. And how can you doubt what's on Twitter? Surely, you know, we all know everything we read on there is the truth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, him and Pep Linders are the two fall guys at the minute. Oh, Pep Linders uh, is just getting it. I mean, yeah. I bet he, he regrets doing that book now. Yeah. Um, oh. But, but you know, Elliot, he's 19 years old. and Yeah, 19, yeah. People forget that. You know, they don't, they'll destroy him if... Yeah. if with with the morning, um, so Joe's absolutely right. Everyone's good. and I think most most people who go Saturday night will be positive. Yeah, you know, yeah. and we'll get behind them, and that's what we've got to do. You know, um, I, didn't we have a Saturday night game against West Brom in a couple a couple of years ago, and they they knocked us out. Yeah, three two, I think. I think I remember Rodriguez scoring two in twelve minutes, and the same thing can happen Saturday night if we're not at it from the start. Yeah. But that includes the fans as well. Yeah, do you expect to see the likes of Gapco coming on? You know, I, I think so, but yeah. I, maybe as a sub, maybe you know. I don't know from the start, but yeah. I, I wouldn't like to see him if it's a weakened team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think it'll do him any good. Yeah, you know, and 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 what I said earlier, I don't see why we should play a weakened team on Saturday. What are we yeah. doing that for? Yeah. Win the game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I mean, uh, moving on from the FA Cup, uh, Joe, you wrote to uh, Euford this week about the lack of progress uh, about the Paris investigation that uh, Rodriguez is doing. I mean, is you said it was uh, totally unacceptable the delay. I mean, can you shed any more light on that? Why why is this being delayed? Is it because is it because the uh, that the waiting for more reports or what? I mean, what is the reason for the delay? We were we were promised November, weren't we? Yeah, I, I think that's part of that. The problem, to be honest, is because the lack of information and communication coming out of either UA for or the panel. Um, you know, so we're get, obviously getting asked questions and and we can't even answer. So it feels a bit. Feel a bit empty in terms of going back to people to say we just don't know. We we've been we've been keeping in touch with the panel every month uh, since it was set up in June last year to say you know, how's progress going. Um, and as you said, November was the target date. Um, yeah. 
and it was clear in November it wasn't happening. We wrote to them and they wrote back to us and said, you know, we're still waiting on information from a view of agencies. And part of me, a big part of me, to be honest with you, is actually supportive of that because I'd rather have quality rather than speed. I'd rather have diligence rather than yeah. a, a scatty report. Um, I'm confident that the people on the panel um, who, who, you know, who we managed to, to get on there and support with, with support of others are doing it from a, a, a diligence, you, you know, Pete Weatherby. You mean? Yeah. I, I'm talking about Pete Weatherby who, who did a lot of the, the work for Hillsborough. We've got Amanda yeah. Jacks from the FSA. We've got Ron and yeah. Evan from Football Supporters Europe. Um, yeah. You know, there's Kenny Stott. You know, there's, there's, there's people on there who I know will want to do a good job. Um, yeah. So if they're not satisfied that they haven't got the answers from whoever they've been seeking the answers from, I'm glad they're still at it. Just tell us. Just tell yeah, us yeah. that it. We, 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 I mean, we play Real Madrid. We play Real Madrid on the 21st of February, and then the return leg in Madrid on March the 15th. Are you confident that it's going to be before then, or do you think it will be after? Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. Well, I'm I'm hearing it, but it's only grapevine stuff that it will be in January. Um, right. Okay. Now, what that means in January, because it could be, you know, the 31st, and, and what it means as well, you know, does that mean you wait for get the report and then wait on it for a few weeks, or you know, is it published straight away? Um, there's, there's there's unknowns still out there, really, and, and I, I see it as kind of two bookends. Obviously, there's the bookend of Paris last year, um, and Liverpool fans understandably have the massive vested interest in in the outcome of that and you know we want the fans exonerated from any kind of blame we want the the lies and smears um publicly you know yeah. taken out and denounced um but the other end of the bookend is that we've got istanbul in five months now liverpool may or may not be there but irrespective of that whichever fan groups go or whichever group of fans rather go to that game they want to go there in complete safety and 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 for any recommendations out of paris to have had the opportunity to, to be implemented the longer this report goes on the less chance yeah. there is of that happening yeah 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 i mean anyone else think that you know you know the the report you know are we are we hopeful that let's wait wait and do it properly or do you just think it's a delay in tactics or the anger goes I mean one thing that I've noticed on a lot of stuff to the spirit of Shankly is he's saying where are the club you know the club said they'd support uh, the fans but where are they now uh, Joe you did say the club have been involved throughout and but I mean are both clubs involved and are they both you know because surely they want to, they want to make sure this never happens again you know yeah, definitely. I mean, Liverpool have, have been on record, definitely, uh, as part of it. And when when the panel came to speak with us in September, they spoke with Liverpool the following day, and I know they did the same with Madrid as well. So, people, so a lot whole, of people are saying, you know, we didn't get into the ground and we haven't even refunded the ticket price from the club, and we bought the ticket off the club. Right. Uh, how how do, how do we answer things like that? You know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean that's that, that, that's obviously a club decision, I suppose. And, so, and, and my guess is that they're waiting for UEFA to to, yeah. to respond to that. Um, okay. uh, but you know that, that's something that they they you know they can respond to themselves. But you know the most important thing is that we've got everyone pulling together in the same way, and it feel it still feels that way, um, yeah. and it doesn't seem to be anyone departing from that. 
that trajectory yeah. really. Yeah. Um, Steph, then Keith. Um, yeah, just on that ticket refund um, stuff, I've forwarded a few of those um, to Liverpool a couple of months back now. Yeah. And they yeah. were saying that they they've been told that they can't do anything until UEFA. Oh, right. Okay. It's some kind of UEFA. I, I don't know what they have to do, but um, that's the reason that oh, they've right. given, okay. given anyway that um, I told our members when they asked about it. Okay, thanks, Steph. Keith? Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm not privy to what's going on, but obviously behind the scenes. Uh, but from the outside, this just looks like a, a classic example of UEFA, or this time it could have been FIFA. Of just waiting for things and trying to look kicking into the long grass and hope it goes away. Um, the, mm. the Liverpool Steph saying obviously I'm totally un- I agree. I'm sorry, believe Steph 100 about the fact that Liverpool have said that, but Liverpool could take it upon themselves to pay the fans. It's that easy. That they just hide. Liverpool are hiding behind that, in my opinion. Um, yeah. to, to to make it not happen again, I don't think. I think we're deluding ourselves as as fans that to think that any set of fans can go to any city in Europe. And still get seated in an appalling way by the, the local police force because they can't handle it. They're not trained. They overreact. No matter whether it be Liverpool, whether it be you know Frankfurt or you know another you know a role you know fan fans who really haven't got. I don't want to say a track record of causing trouble because that's wrong to say that. But you just want to go there, enjoy the where they are, have a few drinks, and go to the match. But when you're getting put into a situation with with the local police force, stewards, who are poorly trained, haven't got a clue how to deal with a crowd of people they've never and, met And have already, already been and given got, a preconceived idea of, of what you're yeah. going to do. Yeah. It's never going to, you know, I'm not trying to be, you know, pessimistic and don't sound people. We've all been through enough European, Benfica before, it was absolutely disgusting the way we got treated. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so that sort of got brushed under the carpet in some respect because of what happened. Whereas, whereas Ajax, happens, Ajax was good, wasn't it? I mean, you know. Yeah, so... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a different, it's a different mentality of the police. You go, you know, that's looking after you. You know, most of the time you go to Germany, the police force are a bit more relaxed and they know what you're about because they're used to that type of behaviour by their own fans and their own ground. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a mentality thing with the police. You go to Italy, it's a complete overreaction because they're not because yeah. because what's going on in Italy. And let's be honest about it, French football has got a terrible thing going on at the moment, and that's how they deal with it. So that's yeah. how that was how they were always going to deal with us because yeah, they that's yeah. their preconceived idea. So. Turkey will be, you know, who to say that if whoever goes to Turkey, no matter who it may be, the Turkish police, you know, they're not being out for being patient, let's be honest about it. Um, so, unfortunately, it, in my opinion, UEFA don't get involved because they're not interested. All they're after is the money. They'll just brush it under the carpet. And I'm sure, yeah. as Joe said, there's good people on that panel who won't let that happen. Yeah. But for me, I just think they're trying to kick it into the long grass and hope it goes away. And hopefully, I know that the SOS won't let that happen. I know Liverpool's fans won't let that happen. I just hope yeah. the authorities don't let it happen. John, do you think it's an opportunity on the 21st of February when we play Real at home to, you know, some sort of uh, protest against UFA? I mean, can you see that as being realistic? It would be really nice. Um, it's, it's a pity in a way we couldn't do it in, in the group games, you know. Um, yeah. Something that would stand out um you know and, and something that, that the club might have got behind as well but certainly yeah the fact it, it's ironic really that it's real madrid um and particularly if we could sort of um 
engage the Real Madrid fans as well if they have still got the appetite to say, well, yeah, you know, it was just as bad for us. We've sort of forgot it because we won and what have you and the way we went. Um, but if they've still got the appetite to, to join in some sort of protest. Yeah, do you think that's, um, a, do you think that's a possibility, Joe? I mean, I, I know the um, I know there's been news this week that the allocation has been cut because of uh, ground improvements. So we're only getting 2,000 to go there. Um, Liverpool have reciprocated, haven't they? But they're only getting 2,000. When the usual allocation would be 3,000 for each club, wouldn't it? The away game. I mean, yeah. So yeah, really, well, really yeah. you know, really both, both. You know, that's a Real Madrid decision, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think there's I think there's a couple of things we can go at there. If, if, I think I think John's right. I think I, I think we didn't do anything in the group games because genuinely we 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 were in the middle of of hoping that the panel would you know do the job. Um, I'm still hoping. I'm still I'm still confident the panel itself will do the job. It's UEFA then, isn't it? And you know, you you judge future behaviour by past behaviour, and 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 we know that UEFA have got previous on this, so you yeah. know that that that's where the challenge comes. So I, I certainly would fully support a challenge to UEFA on the twenty first. In terms of doing it with Madrid, I'd love to do that. I, I, they haven't got a kind of single group, um, or or motivated group like we have in terms of um, nineteen oh six or or, or uh, Spirit of Shankly. Um, so, but we can work through FSE with their socios to get it. But, but they're, football they're support, kind of football supporters Europe. That is, isn't it? sorry, football supporters Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but the the socios are quite associated with the club itself, so aren't great to 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 do that. But let's see. In yeah, terms, yeah. but you know, the, and the second bit to go at is quite clearly the allocation. The allocation is a shocker, really. Um, it's quite clear for any club that goes into the European Champions League. That they have to give five percent of their their capacity to away fans, or five percent of of Madrid's capacity, even with the reduction that they've got because they're undergoing redevelopment, is is nearly three thousand as you said, Peter. So why are they only giving us eighteen hundred? They're giving us eighteen hundred because that's what they want to give us. And what they what they're saying to us now is is that the eighteen hundred is because the police chief and the ground safety advisory committee or whatever it is that they've got in Spain. Say that that's that's all they can have. Yeah, that's yeah. nonsense. And, yeah. Or if that's true, then UEFA should be stepping in and saying, "Well, you can't you you can't have the game then, because um, you entered the competition with the rules as they are." Now, and, and I certainly don't agree that we should reciprocate um, and, and only only have the two thousand um, Madrid fans. Yeah, I kind of I get it from a. If I was purely speaking on behalf of, of Joe, I'd be saying, yeah, you know, that, that tit for tat. But speaking on behalf of fans, why should their fans be penalised because their club uh, are being intransigent? Um, mm. So my view is that you know UEFA again have really got to get a grip of this because because Real Madrid are just are just really ripping up their rules as much as they want. And you know if if UEFA is true as they say they are, they need to be getting a grip of them saying. Last year you wanted to run away with the Super League. Um, you then came back, you know, cap in hand, and 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 lost you. It looks like you lost the European appeal as well. Um, if you want to play in our competition, you play by our rules. Yeah. Um, and the final yeah. thing to say is, even to add even worse, is that it's we're led to believe now that the the Madrid uh, attendance potential for our game is seventy thousand. So we should be getting five percent to seventy thousand. 
So yeah. we should be getting three and a half thousand tickets. So we're getting half of what we should be getting. So that's, but that's UEFA and Liverpool, yeah. they're the ones who can fight that. But yeah, coming back full circle, should we be challenging that in a protest way against UEFA? Yes, on both counts for me. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good to hear, yeah. That's good to hear. Uh, I mean, in terms of... Uh, I mean, that's, it's a long way ahead, isn't it? But, you know, the transfer window will be shut by then. Uh, Steph, are you are you seriously hoping for um, some more people to come in before the end of January? I mean, or do you think it's a case of if they're not right, like, you know, we don't go for them, you know? Well, I think that if, I mean, it would be good to see somebody coming in, but if they're not right, if it's just a make-do, I mean, we've had a couple of make-dos, haven't we, on the last day of the transfer What's that, what's that fella's name, Arthur? He's yeah. Just, he'd be like a new sign, surely. Is he where still is he? I don't know. Where is he? John, do you know where he is? I mean... Still injured, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Oh, is, he, is he in a and waiting to get treated? <laughs> Yeah. So oh, it's a, you know we have, we have to wait and see, but it'd be good to you know it would be good if you know uh, you know we could get a midfielder in or something, even if it was a, you know even if like a journeyman really, you know a workhorse maybe I don't know you know, but um, you know let's face it, Klopp hasn't got much wrong has he since he's been here in the seven years he's been here, so you know we've just got to say and if he was unhappy. Surely he'd be coming out in the press, wouldn't he, if he was unhappy? I mean, it's it's no use blaming the fan groups all the time for not protesting. Surely it's up to uh, it's up to Klopp and the backroom staff. So they must be relatively happy, must they, about what's going on, you know? And he, he it's great to give confidence and 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 say, look, I, I I've got players here, young players who can do the job, you know. But you know, maybe See, also, it's not going to. don't know what you don't know where the, we are with the. The selling of the club and investment into the club, yeah, you know, yeah, that stands yeah. and yeah. you know Jurgen Klopp will obviously be made aware of what's going on. I would have thought, yeah, behind yeah. the scenes, and yeah. as you just said, then he may be happy because he's been assured that certain things are going to happen at certain times. And the one thing he hasn't done, as you said before, he's panicked. He's, he's waited for players to become available, the ones that he wants, and, and if that means waiting six months, he'll do it. Um, and I just think we've just got to ride this out. Yeah, best we can get 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 all the players fit that we got, you know, um, get them back fit, you know, because obviously Jotter and, and Diaz have been a massive miss, haven't they? Yeah, massive, massive, you know, yeah. they just they just we keep forgetting about players like to them, you know. What yeah. I mean? And you know whether this gap pole being brought in because one of them got a ser- more serious injury that we're made aware of, and I don't know, you know what I mean? I hope not, you know what I mean? Because obviously he's playing in this in their position to a degree, isn't he? So yeah. they've been a massive miss, haven't they? You know what I mean? Yeah, massive. And, you know so. Massive, yeah. It's not so, all gloom and doom, you know what I mean? For 2023, for the FA Cup, um, Saturday night, get behind the team uh, as much as you can. Stop the moaning. <laughs> and 2023, you know, you never know what might happen. You know, I mean, I, I, before Brentford, I was still hopeful we could win the league. <laughs> but, uh, you, know, I, you know, Steph, you said top four was... In the in the observer, that was you know you're confident. You're Top still three. confident after Bradford? Top three? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see, you can see the way teams are playing, can't you? Everyone's taking points off each other. I mean, the fact that Everton can go to City and then at the um, at the Emirates, you know, um, Arsenal uh, 
can't get a result. You know, it's nil nil, and you could see. I watched that game this week and thought this is like Liverpool under Benitez. They've got a chance to really go uh, ten points clear, and they can't score. And you could hear that. You could feel the frustration in the crowd, couldn't you? It was like that so, time so, where we drew with West Ham and went top yeah, of the yeah. league. I don't, I don't wish to upset Steph's better half, but that had set it does my head. Then. He's just like a <laughs> screaming lunatic on the dial. I don't, you know, Klopp gets a fine <laughs> and a one match ban. And I'd set him, might as well put his boots on and go and play. He's never off the pitch. Yeah. He's trying to manage in referee at the same it, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's just anyway. Sorry. John, <laughs> John, do you think, do you think Klopp, you know, everyone's calling Klopp for everything for, for saying, Brentford would have been, you know, he bent the rules or the, you know, I mean, do you think he's, think he, you know, do you think he should be quiet about things like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, if we'd have played a perfect game or something, maybe, but we didn't. We weren't good enough anyway. Can't wait to pull on Twitter. John Nicholson attacks Klopp. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. I just don't think he should criticise the referee, really. Um, you know, we've got 11 players on the pitch. The referee yeah. did let things go. He but did, but they've been letting things there. go all, week, all, all year, haven't they? You know? Yeah, and, and the players should be dealing with it more. Like Every time you watch Man United, for example, whenever they challenge or don't get a free kick, they've still got four or five players telling the referee he's made a mistake. Yeah, we don't yeah. have any players doing that. Yeah. Well, do we want our players to do that? I don't know if we do. do we? Not particularly, but... You might as well try and play by the same rules as everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm quietly confident uh, that we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go through to the fourth round of the FA Cup. We're gonna beat Brighton, and then we're gonna beat Real Madrid. <laughs> but you never know. I mean, you've got to be confident, haven't you, with this team? This team produces the unexpected, and we ran out of eulogies in me last season to to praise them, and we've just got to really. You know, get in the trenches now, haven't we, Joe? And like get behind them and and hope for the best. I agree, and I, I think you know some some of the things that haven't been mentioned here, but but are right. You know, in terms of the loss of Diaz and Jota, they've made yeah. a huge difference, and I think they I think that's made a difference to Nunes really, because you know when he played when he played against Tottenham and um, was a Southampton, they're coming in from the left. Yeah, he was an absolute you know world beater, wasn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. But be, but because of the injuries now, he's been asked yeah. to play. You know, just completely also as a centre forward. Yeah, and I yeah. think he's feeling the pressure of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, Chamberlain doesn't really have does he in terms of like allowing him to drift. Um, so I, I, yeah, let's be confident. Let, let, yeah. Let's let's get the players back where they should be playing. Let's let's the young lads in particular, as we were saying. Let's get let's, let's get just, behind them and let's let's, let's not in, get on the backs. Let's just enjoy this period of Klopp running. You know. Being our manager, you know, and stop, stop the moaning. I mean, and I know everyone say I paid the money, so I've got a right to moan. But you know, come on, you know, I mean, look, look what we did last season. You know, you can't keep that intensity all the time, can you? So I, I think for me, sorry, jumping in, but I mean, moaning about, about that performance against Brentford, absolutely, because it wasn't good enough. But then yeah, stop your moan after at the end of the game, stop your moan, and then get behind the team again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave that to the pub afterwards, yeah. You've been listening to Ale La Rouge, uh, our first of 2023. Uh, and hopefully we'll overtake uh, Gary Neville's podcast. We're one behind at the moment. 
Thanks to Steph Jones, uh, to Joe Blot, Keith Colvin and John Nicholson. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with more um, optimism, more enthusiasm and more hope for 2023. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Ali Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.